time to get real. I want to see some crazy whizbiz. What's the magic made out of, Ding Dong? I want to see some of that whizbiz. Welcome back to WizBiz with Alex and Eric. This is a podcast about Adventure Time. And in this episode, we are going to be discussing Season 3, Episode 9, Adventure Time with Fiona and Cake, and Season 3, Episode 10, What Was Missing? I am Eric. Uh, and with Eric is Alex, the other guy in the title. That's Hello. you. Uh, this week, I'm going to guess your middle name as being Lestat. By the way, there's a new thing that I'll every week it. I'm just going to guess what your middle name is. <laughs> I'll and, take it. Let's and and hopefully cool. we can we can keep uh, <laughs> yeah because I think I guessed Lion Cole uh, already. So uh, Lestat's a Lestat's a cool name. Uh, you know everybody everybody loves a vampire. Um, yeah, and you're you're musical. Yeah, it's Eric, Alex, how have you been? I have been good. I've been good. I um, you know we had a really horrible heat wave last week, and that kind of uh, knocked me uh prone in in every conceivable way like my brain was prone my body was prone uh my air conditioner ran like 24 7 for well it didn't run 24 7 it ran 24 hours a day for like four days straight it was it was pretty brutal so uh, like a metric 24 7 a metric 24 i don't know what that means but i liked it <laughs> uh but i did um clean and repair some jackets which I think we... I think you, you talked about that last episode. You saw the prototype. You saw my first attempt. Yes. But I also cleaned and repaired my my favorite safari jacket. Oh, and nice. I oxy-cleaned my ritual wizard robe, which uh, is glowing white now. It, I'm very happy with how that turned out. Uh, excellent. Um, I'm going to... Uh, how are, how are you? I'm, I'm well, thank you for asking. Uh, finally... Uh, what I went through the other day, and this is a quick little anecdote, is I went to the comic book store to buy some comic books. Uh-huh. And it's been a while since that happened. Uh-huh. And I bought a, uh, like, a, like one of those little bags they make that's like, you know, like a grab bag of comics for cheap. Uh-huh. Yeah, like... Like some are like, uh... Did you get Rom the Space Knight? No. Oh. But one is, uh, like, smash him up, and the other was like, uh, DC villains or whatever. And one says, the whole damn baby. <laughs> So I went, the whole damn baby. Yeah, all right, so I guess I'm going to buy that. So I got these comics here. Uh, I'll talk you off mic for a minute. Sorry, deal with it, you fucking assholes. Okay, so um, I got it. So I got Hellions. Okay, I've heard of Hellions. Uh, it looks stupid. Uh, cable. Uh, fine. Uh, cable. But uh, Cable's got a baby. Um, cable, I think, is like Lone Wolf and Cub style. Yeah, Alienated, which uh, has a kind of grungy lady imagining a purple baby oh why so it's all babies yes uh Edgar Allan Poe's the something to something origins old guy with a baby uh this is where the good ones start dune house of trades fucking tight uh we like a dune uh-huh uh survival street which looks like a sesame street with guns with babies. who cares uh some superman thing a uh, super baby fatherless three Whoa. uh which is like it's, see, see on the cover, there's like a vampiric thing going on here, mm-hmm. uh, and it's all sexy and cool. Whoa. Uh, it's not at all, like the whole book. Doesn't that say faithless? Yeah, what did I say? Fatherless? Oh, oh, you know, I was reading Father on another book. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and then by uh, 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 Jim Henson's Labyrinth, The Coronation. Oh, man. Which shows- With a baby. It's a baby being stolen by- Hogwart? What was the name? Do you remember the name of that guy? No, I don't. I don't. I'm just enjoying. I've just been flipping through this, and it, it's it's so fun. There's Psylocke and Havoc, and some dude with a red cape and a gun. I wonder if those are the Reavers. Oh, can know. I see red cape and a gun? I bet you I know who it is. Okay, I'm not really sure who that is. This guy with right there. Yeah, that's what I thought it was gonna be. That's a uh, Bishop. Bishop? Did he shrink? Isn't that Bishop? I don't know. He's, I, don't know. I remember him having a cape, and he was like good at technology. That's Bishop. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, I got that, and then I also bought Sandcastle, uh, which is the graphic novel that M Night Shyamalan's Old was based on. Which oh, um, and uh, you recently covered that movie in uh, John and Alex Hate stuff, exactly. didn't you? And I was curious uh, about the book that's based on. I'm only a few pages in. 
but it seems just as stupid as the movie. But, you know, I'm going to reserve uh, judgment. Well, I flipped through Hellions, and I have to say, it sure is pretty. Yeah, I, the only thing I'm looking forward to in this pile is the Dune book. I'll probably read that Labyrinth one, too, just because I liked that show when I was, or that movie when I was a kid. Well, there's a bad guy in here who looks like Iron Man, but it, there's no way he's Iron Man, because he's killing people. And... Well, he's probably a Hellion. I thought the Hellions were... I have no idea. I've never heard of... I mean, I know the word Hellion. I've just... i had never heard of that comic book uh, series character thing. Uh, yeah, the Hellions are the uh, Hellfire Club version of the New Mutants. As far as the nerdiest statements that any humans have ever made... Was that what was that up there? It's up there. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, that's real up there. All right. So it's time to talk about an Adventure Time episode that I know you're going to be really upset about. So I brought you a gift. Yes, let's let's do that now. I okay. have like two dumb segments, but well, I'm going to do mine after the episode. Okay, okay. So uh, I got these um, two uh, uh, sp- hard seltzers. Uh, they don't sound very appetizing. They're, the brand name is Ranch Water, which sounds Ooh, gross. Yeah. And the flavor is spicy. Yeah, all of that sounds terrible. I'm I know, really I know. But, to trying it. Yeah. Here you go. I got one for each of us so we can yeah. suffer together. I mean, let me just start here. Ranch water. Ranch water makes me think of like a mud puddle that a cow is drinking out of. Oh, I think worse. What I imagine it is, is you're working in food service and there's a big like two gallon bucket of ranch and the condensate (laughs) on the side of it that's sort of mixed with like a bit of ranch is the ranch water. Yeah. But Um, it's got a hint of agave nectar, lime and jalapeno. Jalapeno. Uh, And see, I guess I had already seen the the can and it has like a, a... a steer head and it has like you know a horseshoe and stuff and a mesa so i was already sort of thinking like oh ranch not ranch yeah oh no no you're you're correct in your association uh i just my my brain made it worse so yeah all right and from are Texas, you sure is that worse than a mud puddle that a cow drinks out of yeah because the thing is cows poop where they drink yeah but at no point are you thinking i'm gonna put that in my mouth this yeah. is like in a food service environment where it's like are you? Uh, would you look at that and be like, I might have to lick that later? No, but I've worked in enough kitchens to know that sometimes <laughs> that shit will end up in food. Fuck. Yeah, sorry. All okay. right, so let's try this garbage. All right, all right. Um, all right. I mean, it's from, you know, again, from Texas. The, it smells funny. One of the worst states. Yeah, it does smell funny. Uh, it's spicy, but not so, super spicy. I hate it, but not for the reasons I thought. It's actually a lot more boring than I was it's expecting. It's really boring. I was expecting, wasn't there supposed to be some lime? The lime's about the only thing I can taste. There's just really? lime and a bit of spicy. I feel like the lime is a distant echo. Hmm. Like, LaCroix lime is more limey than this. Yeah. Uh, the jalapeno, like, you can taste the spice, but you cannot taste jalapeno. Well, it's hard seltzer. Yay! Yeah, it's also uh, 4% alcohol by volume, which... It's, I mean, it's barely, it's like barely a thing. Well, in my These defense, are a they, monster 5%. They were free. Oh, no, whatever. No, I love, I love that you brought it. I'm glad that we tried it. But I mean, I think your expectation for what they would taste like are probably pretty spot on of, ugh, why would someone do this? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay. Now, um, I already know your opinion about the Fiona and Cake episode. Do you? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, just tell me what my opinion is. Well, I don't want to. Uh, st- jerk. <laughs> Will you told Why don't me you that? mansplain the episode to me, Eric? <sighs> I'm not going to. I'm not going to Ice King explain the episode to you. I am just going to. What I was about to say is, I would like to give you some space. I know that you're going to need to do a little bit of ranting about this episode. I would I like will. you to right, thank you. get it out of the way. Ahem. Ahem. Eric, I'm on record as not liking Fiona and Cake. Enjoy talking about the episode by yourself, bitch. <laughs> no, I would never do it. I uh, no, honestly. So here's my thing with Fiona and Cake. Is I don't like them as characters, uh, mostly because they're voiced by women. Uh, <laughs> oh Jesus, that's gonna be that's gonna be the audiogram right there. <laughs> of course. Um, no, I I don't dislike the Fiona Cake as much as I've probably put across in the past. What I I don't like them as a recurring regular thing, and the idea of them having their own show, I'm very suspect of. Uh, to use it in the younger people's term, I am sus. However, dude, that's so mid. Ugh. Yeah, uh, for real, for real. Um, no cap. Yes, yes. Look at us being bussing. Um, 
Uh, yeah, so I don't I don't like them as characters. I don't like them uh, running running the whole uh, the business. However, I'm not immune to the fact that it essentially is still an episode of Adventure Time, mm-hmm. which I'm on record as saying even the bad ones are like. Yeah, C's. You know. And there are some interesting clues in this episode. Yeah. And this one is a uh, pretty solid Fiona and Cake. Uh, they really get to the point of establishing what's going on, uh, which is nice instead of like, they rush to get the characters across and that helps. Instead of just thinking they're Finn and Jake, they yeah. they like rush to, well, she's horny for the, for the prince. He's a little bit more on the level like they could possibly, you know, get down. I think she's probably older. Uh, than yeah, Finn. she seems much older than Finn. Yeah, uh, which which kind of adds to it. And um, the other the other kind of anyway. So I did enjoy it. We'll talk about it step by step. The one um, thing that I kind of put my finger on this time watching a Fiona and Cake episode is, I think because John DiMaggio is such a he's like God tier, he's S tier voice acting mm-hmm. that is that Wanda Sykes. It's some it's it's a female comic who plays Cake. Uh, Cake is played by, uh, Roz Ryan. Oh, yeah, okay, I was wrong. Uh, she's got a Wanda Sykes, uh, kind of voice about her. But anyway, the, the point is, I just find myself missing John DiMaggio, just because it's like, it's like if you ever watch a Batman animated one, and it's not Kevin Conroy, and you're like, yeah, I'm sure you're doing fine, but, like, you're not Kevin Conroy. Like, what's, what's the, what's the point of listening to you? Why are you even in my ears, dude? It's, it's true. It is, um... Yeah, I do miss that. I think uh, I think Roz Ryan has a great voice and does a great job as Cake. Yeah, uh, and she's super dynamic. And you know, I suspect that if she had time to, I don't know if she's going to come back for Cake in the in the TV series. I mean, I would assume. Well, then I bet you I bet you she's going to blossom. I bet you Cake's going to be amazing. Oh, I hope she has a friend called Six Sticks. Sticks. It's it's a reference to the TV show Blossom, starring Maya Bialik. Whoa. Oh my god! Hey I know Eric, that show would you exists. be offended if I stopped drinking this? Because it's literally giving me heartburn. Uh, no, not at okay, all. Okay, good. I'm gonna put that over there. I appreciate you bringing it, and I was actually kind of enthused that I was gonna drink the rest of it, but I, I, I literally feel it doing something wrong to me in my chest region. I'm getting, uh, as the people of the East Coast would call it, I'm getting the odge. The odge. Yeah, Aja. <laughs> Aja. Yeah. Uh, Okay, well, you know, there we go. I don't know. You could probably look at the time marks and see how long uh, that beverage lasted. Yes. Fiona and Cake. Yeah, uh, I was super happy that, uh, you know, Cake plays a, a hammered dulcimer. That kind of switches things up a little bit. No, okay, let's let's talk about I'm glad you brought up the dulcimer. What is a hammered dulcimer? A dulcimer, a hammered dulcimer. Well, why don't you go with what's a dulcimer first? Okay. I mean, I know, but let's tell the audience, you know. <laughs> a dulcimer is a uh, stringed instrument that's kind of like a harp that is lying down, right? So there's I no- I believe you. There's no frets on it. You've got a string for each note. And uh, a normal dulcimer is sort of played like a like a lap harp. Yeah. Um, a hammered dulcimer uses hammers instead of fingers. And uh, Cake uses it at the end- Hmm. When she hammers out the dulcimer, when they're riding on uh, Lake or on Lord Monochromacorn, yes, Monochromacorn, Monochromacorn, uh, yeah, and uh, and there's a little song, yes, uh, um, she plays the hammered dulcimer, yeah, okay, uh, that's a weird phrase, Monochromacorn, no, 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 that actually isn't all that weird. Plays, I feel the like it should be dulcimer? hammer dulcimer. Well, maybe it is. Oh, I just assume I, you know a lot about music. I just I was one hundred percent just assuming. I've always you're, thought it was a hammered dulcimer. I, I literally I, have never heard that but, phrase before. But honestly, <laughs> the fact that you can hear the difference between hammered dulcimer and hammered dulcimer is really weird. I have a really good ear. <laughs> well, then which one am I saying now? Hammered dulcimer. You said hammered dulcimer. Well, how about hammered dulcimer? Hammered dulcimer. Well, fuck. Yeah, That's I'm good weird. at it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a really good ear. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all right. So, um, oh, first thing uh, note on the episode is they didn't update the subtitles in the theme song. Yeah. So it says with Finn and Jake, like it says the, the characters oh, really? from the uh, you Pendleton you with board. subtitles? I watch everything with subtitles. Um, I Is it because you've got a really good ear? I mean, why are you dunking on me? I like never brag about anything. <laughs> I usually shit on myself constantly. And the one time I give myself any credit, you, you want to knock me out of the knees? You, you think I'm just going to let you get away with it? I don't want you like... Getting airs. <laughs> yeah. Watch out. Um, no, I do it because I watch a lot of like blockbuster movies 
and uh, you know like the uh the, mm. the nolans the or whatever that like they down. just suck yeah. at mixing audio for home well, i mean it's whatever there, there's actually a complicated answer to that but uh i did it and then i just got used to it because there's certain um uh, I like when uh, the the subtitles are from an earlier version of the script, which happens really frequently, mm-hmm. and I find that very pleasing. <laughs> when it's like <laughs> you see like the use like like oh that's a different word. Like I like you posted an audiogram, and at one point I said prick, but it read it as jerk. Oh no, I did that. Oh, you did that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I edited the the. Um, oh, okay. See, I was wondering because I'm like just like the one about Hunts and Abadir, I changed it to fudging. Oh no, no, of- I you know that one I got. I wasn't sure. If, I I didn't think prick was like. Uh, harsh enough to warrant needing. Uh, eh, I wasn't going to take any chances. It's TikTok. They're Chinese. You were you were a hundred percent right. Okay, so now I'm not nearly as amused by that. But I like when that happens. When like uh-huh. you know they just the automatic captions like misreads things. You know. Oh my god, I saw a misread a misread automatic caption on an HBO Max show recently. Um, well, it was during the heat, heat wave. I did have captions on because uh my air conditioner was in my room and it was too loud i couldn't, yeah. uh, I couldn't hear the tv um and uh there was some show where somebody was sort of walking away and said something they did not say i don't give a shit or, or it smells like shit or something ending in shit they did not say that but the captions had the word oh shit yeah, yeah, totally. yeah and it was a normal like cable tv show so you know they never said shit yeah but but well, I was I mean, just I was I was tickled. Often in that case, it's because that's the script they get submitted. So some shows will just submit their script to the uh, closed captioning place. I mean, oh, not really? shows, but the you know parent company just uh, so they've just got like old text. Yeah. So um, so back to the episode. Episode that we're talking about. Oh yeah, that's what we're remember we were to talking do. about. Yeah, no, I just, I'm I'm here for the tangents. So uh, I don't know that this is the first time. So we've we've been introduced to Fiona and Cake already, I believe, but this is the first time they get an episode, right? I think we'd we'd heard Ice King mention that he has Fiona and Cake stuff, even if I, we haven't seen. Them I on think screen. that is where we're at. This is certainly the first Fiona and Cake episode. Yeah, and yeah, I do. And there's believe, only two of them. I do believe. Oh, thank God! I do believe Ice King. Um, no, there's more than well, there's sort of more than two because there's the one where Fiona shows up in the real world, which technically isn't a Fiona and Cake episode. That's not actually Fiona, though. Yeah, no, that's why I said it's not technically a. Fiona and Cake episode. I mean, spoiler alert, but that's just oh, yeah, sorry, somebody for, yeah, no, but I mean, faking still, being Still, Fiona. I had to sit through that fucking thing because these assholes think it's funny to have their own show. Um, <laughs> All right. So let's get back to the episode again. Yeah, so we, we're introduced to uh, that point. Technically, that was about the episode. Oh, um, yeah, I guess so. So we get introduced to Fiona and Cake, and they're, they're in a fight sequence in which she says, morning star mode. Yeah. Which, by the way. You know, Jake th- never does that shit. Oh no no, I'm going I'm going the other way with this baby. What I'm saying is finally we can talk about our remit of talking about weird occult shit because obviously they're devil worshippers, the morning star. Oh, Lucifer. Lucifer. Exactly. So oh. it is canonical that uh that uh, Cake and Fiona uh worship the dark lord, Voldemort. Yeah. Uh, you know, anytime I see a morning star that runs into it, because it's like a mace kind of thing, and I know, mm-hmm. like, it's an accurate word, nothing wrong with that, but like, my immediate thought is, why are they talking about fucking the devil? It's like, oh, yeah, because my brain's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That did not even occur. Yeah, but it it was a good action sequence. We get introduced to the Ice Queen uh, Mm -hmm. instead of King, which you know this is a this is a gender swapped world, which is fun. Except you know the funny thing is that the Ice Queen she's she's fairly attractive. The Ice King is a is a is a pretty hideous. The Ice Queen seems uh, much more uh, insidious. Yeah, no, but she's she like seems to have like a object permanence and knows like that actions yeah. lead to other things oh uh, yeah yeah her her plot uh her plot is just cruel and elaborate yes. and and fairly uh involved you know like yeah like she dresses up as uh prince gumball and um and totally seduces the hell out of fiona yeah, it's like, it maybe sad. Hard. It's very um. What, what do you call that on the uh, on the internet? Catfished. So you got catfished. Oh yeah, totally catfished. So here's my question: the episode basically is uh, Fiona talking to Prince Gumball, uh-huh. who is it was the male equivalent of uh, Princess yeah. Bubblegum, and he, he's having his biennial Gumball yes. ball. So I, uh, as you know, uh, uh, jammed these episodes in right before we recorded, so I did no research. Was that Doogie Hauser? It was. It was okay, Neil I Patrick thought Harris. I thought I recognized his voice. Who does Fiona? 
Uh, Fiona is um, uh, Madeline Martin. Uh, oh. She's she's been in some stuff. Um, oh, I can't remember uh, a lot of shows that I haven't seen. Yeah, yeah. All right. So but, it's uh, yeah, it's no one that I'm like 100 because her voice is familiar, but like in that way that it might have been just because I saw this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, also, uh, I've been thinking about it, and I think you could wear your pants as a shirt if you really needed to. Yeah. Which, by the way, a uh, little dirty. I mean, just laying around in the grass, talk about taking your pants off. Go, Ralph. And that was the Ice Queen. Yeah. I mean, I think the end of the episode, it becomes canonical that Fiona is a lesbian. So I think, I mean, who does want to get down with Doogie Howser? Every, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe everybody does. Yeah, everybody does, of course. Except for the creepy part about that, which is that Doogie Hauser is 16 years old. No, it's only because I couldn't remember Neil Patrick Harris's name. <laughs> I, it came to me after I said Doogie Hauser the first time, and then I thought it'd be funny to just keep referring to him. I'm like, it was a three-thing name. I'm like, I don't know. I thought Marklin Baker, but I'm like, no, that's the guy from that's the guy from fucking uh, uh, Perfect Strangers. I'm like, and, uh, I don't know, Mark David Chapman. No, that's okay. okay. So hold on. One of the I, I think that one of the things that's really interesting about this episode, you know, I mean, so you know, the the conceit of the episode is that it's Ice King reading his fanfic. Spoilers. And um, one of the things that happens near the end of the story is uh, uh, Cake puts on the ice queen's crown and uh zaps the ice queen and then fiona knocks it off and is like don't don't put that on you might catch the crazy or whatever which indicates that there's a part of ice king yeah that, I, that knows that the can't the crown is making him crazy and this is important because uh it totally plays into the simon story and it's something that we're going to yes. see a lot more about later on both these episodes have heavy inklings towards like the best stories that happen later in the show yes absolutely um, and i think that's one of the reasons why this one's so important so a couple of things ice queen being so functional is interesting because that's basically ice, ice, how ice king sees himself yeah yeah but also that means ice king can off the dome oh no no so he took time to write that no, forget it. No, 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 he no. writes so much of this fanfic. I think that it it happened. It's part of his subconscious still is sane enough to write. Why? Sane mean, but stuff. he can he can write a good song. Yeah, he, he wrote, he, there's a whole yeah ballad, yeah yeah uh, the song, song is, the song is yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, I did love that when it was revealed that it was Ice Queen the entire time. Yeah. Fiona just starts smashing the ice queen in the face with with uh with oh. frozen ice, just beating, just smashing her head I in. Mean, it's really funny. Rightly, rightly yeah. so, like duly deserved. Like that was just what a what a cruel cruel trick. You know, it's um one of the things that's really funny about it is uh you know uh, I apologize. I'm 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 a I'm an ice king apologist. Like I, I frequently am like he's not evil. He's just he lacks an understanding of morality. Like he's not doing these things because he's evil. He's doing these things because he doesn't know any better and he can't tell that he's doing yeah. something wrong. So he should be in an institution for the rest of his life, not jail. Whereas Ice Queen is fucking evil. Yes. Like she totally manipulated purposefully and and did all this stuff to like hurt uh Fiona. And it was it was it was a cruel, cruel plot. It's totally not the same as Ice King. Though if I may uh offer a counterpoint to that, Fiona was stealing all the babes. There was only one babe in this show. What? No, but that's what that's what Ice Queen says. You you steal all the babes. Yeah, but I mean, uh, you, you, I mean, about... the assumption is that all the other princesses or princes uh, are probably all about Finn, because you know, or, or Fiona. Fiona. Yeah, because you know, Finn like gets down with uh, Fire Princess, Slime Princess wants him, LSP wants him. You would assume that the opposite is true in this world. So he, so Fiona probably does steal all the babes. Yeah, I'm still wondering why why uh, Finn is more about Princess Bubblegum than uh, Breakfast Princess. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I mean, and also, I mean, I mean, uh, Breakfast Princess is like made out of waffles. Yeah, I mean that's great, but like that, uh, that like dead girl made out of uh, uh, like scraps of, of oh ragdoll princess ragdoll princess yeah that's that's my girl right there Ooh, God. just all gothy and fucked up what about ghost princess oh yeah yeah but i mean i feel like <laughs> ectoplasm will be cold on your dingus 
I only said that ah. because Eric was in the middle of drinking and I was hoping I could make him do that thing where it goes out of oh. your nose. Because there's oh. jalapeno in it. And oh, if I got man. jalapeno beer to come out of your it nose, almost, I feel like I would have I would have won podcasting. <laughs> like I would get an award. Like Joe Rogan would kick down the door and go, here you go. Here you go. Take all my listeners. So okay. Now I know earlier in the episode you asked me to do a rant, and and I, you know, I don't think I ranted because You didn't, episode, he didn't. But I will say this. The thing that infuriates me more than anything about this episode. Where's Girl Bemo? You know, you know where Girl Bemo is? Not in the fucking episode. Don't well, take my Bemo away from me. <laughs> Bemay. B. <laughs> well, if it was, it was probably Gmo. Oh, you think B for Bemo is boy? Maybe. Okay. But I don't know. Yeah. When I like we it. end up seeing all the Mo's later on, yeah, they all have different letters. So, um, sure. yeah. So th- there's th- the. Opposite of Lady Rainicorn is Lord Monochromicorn. Yeah, which is super awkward. And he speaks in Morse code. Uh, Yes. And Ice Queen fools him too, unless he's a bad guy. I mean, he's wearing all black. uh, Because he's a monochromicorn. As Alice wears only all black. (laughs) Do you think in the Fiona and Cake fanfic universe, did the monochromicorns. have a war with the cats yes i believe so so there's a cat war yeah i believe there's a cat war and i mean i think the cats would win that one hands down because cats are you know creatures of pure evil well i yeah in a good way like i love cats but i mean they're evil they they would they would absolutely they would never um they would take no quarter yeah yeah yeah, no they'd they'd wreck shit yeah um so yeah it's it's revealed that this is all ice king reading his fanfic and it and it's um very sad because he is a sad, a lonely man that has to kidnap people. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a bummer. I I always just feel so sorry for Ice King. I I mean his his story arc is it's so tragic. There end up being a lot of tragic story arcs in, in Adventure Time, but his his is yeah. you know even at the end when he find yeah I don't wanna, no I don't you're right wanna... no no his is the most tragic. I was just gonna make a dumb joke about that episode that Tara gets shot out of nowhere and Willow goes all evil. What's the Saddest episode ever. Yeah, <laughs> it's it from a... a different show. It just popped my. I'm like, what would be the what would be the weirdest thing to pull out of your ass right now about sad episodes? Yeah, yeah, that that was a sad episode too. Damn it. Um. Yeah. Uh, do you have any right. other notes on this episode? Uh, one more note. Eric? Um. So the intro song uh, was sung in this episode by Natasha Allegri, who normally sings the outro song. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I knew that voice sounded familiar. Yeah. I thought that it may have been the same person. Yeah. Yeah. I I uh, I like her singing. Also. Uh, if that's not a stage name, that is some nominative ass determinism right there. Natasha Allegri. Well, Allegri yeah. is like Allegro. Yeah. 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 Isn't that I, a voice thing? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. As I said, I think I'm it's like, just a music thing. Oh, your music thing. Yeah, yeah. Either way. Yeah. Yeah. As I said, I'm like, oh, you're not reacting. Oh, is that not a music thing? Because I don't know fuck all about music. I was like, oh, maybe I just had the wrong word. <laughs> well, we're going to have some music trivia in the next episode. Because uh, the next episode's all about music. Yeah, Maybe. Um, maybe. Alex is like, I didn't watch that one yet. No, no, I did. I just got distracted. Because uh, speaking of music. Yeah? We're, we're done with this episode, right? Yeah, yeah, we're done with this episode. I you, have, do you uh, feel relief? That was fine. I just, you know, I like talking to you. The episode didn't suck that bad. Last episode, we talked about poetry. Uh-huh. We talked about meter. Uh-huh. Mm, sent me down a path. Oh, no. And I have a, I have a discovery Uh-oh. for you, Eric. Uh-oh. There's a meter called the common meter. Ooh. Now, the common meter, I actually don't have it. This is going somewhere, and this is okay, not an okay. educational thing. This is Hold on, I'm writing stupid. this down. So, the, uh, Emily Dickinson used the common meter. And what is the common meter? Well, hold on. Because this is, again, I'm not teaching you anything. I'm showing you something stupid. Okay, okay. You know who else uses common meter? Common? The rapper? No. The theme song to the original Pokemon. <clears throat> so, if I may. You may. Because I could not stop for death, he kindly stopped for me. The carriage held, but just ourselves, an immortality. Dickinson! Yes, anything from Emily Dickinson can be done to the tune of the original uh, Pokemon. Because they use the same meter. Because they use the exact same meter. And I have been doing that in my head for four (laughs) fucking days since I I stumbled on this. Uh, So audience at home, common meter, Pokemon theme song, get at it. Because it is goddamn amusing. Ugh. Okay, that was a good segment. Yes. Uh, well, okay, let's do a real... I'll do the rest of my actual segment. Uh, so, so, is, that, does, is it still about poetry? 
Well, I mean, it's about words. Okay. Oh, you want, oh, Alex, do you have any shiny rocks this week? Uh, yeah. Did I talk about Emily Dickinson? Uh, <laughs> so uh, I have two very quick shiny rocks, uh, one of which is an Eric recommendation. Ooh. Eric, do you know what a theodolite is? Ooh, a theodolite. <laughs> no, Alex, what's a theodolite? It's interesting. So it's a background band to Theo and the Theodolites. <laughs> they did a lot of Platters covers. So Theodolite is, if you ever see people doing uh, any kind of like uh, Alta maps or like surveying on the street, there's kind of, it almost looks like a, a captain's, what's that, a sextant. It's uh-huh. like a little thing you can, like, there's like modern fancy ass ones. But you have two two people, one with one and one with like a stick farther away. And you can tell by the uh, like kind of the attitude that you're looking at the stick, how how much the gradient is between the two things. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's called a theodolite, and I use that it's word used by surveyors. Yes, so I use that uh, uh, with Eric, and uh, Eric let me know that that's not a word that people know. It's not a word so that people I, know. I, I, I will. Uh, <laughs> and the other one is a word that I'm pretty sure. I mean, you will be able to figure it out from context. I'm I'm sharing this because I'm shocked I didn't know this word. Okay. Nymph uh, nymphaeum. Nymphaeum. Yeah, N Y M P H A E U M. Nymphaeum. Uh, that sounds like an area where nymphs hang out. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. But it's uh, it's like a, a a sanctuary for nymphs, like in a in a um, like above like a rock quarry in Rome or, or a water okay, quarry okay. or like a um, a hot a spring that you would go for like. Uh, you know, re- restorative things. They would have a little nymphaeum, which is where the, the water nymphs are supposed to hang out and would bless the place. Got it. Uh, but that seems like it, that is a word that I feel like, I don't know how I could put bets on this, but I would have bet everything that Alex would have known that word. And I, I've yeah, literally never seen those letters like the together. the sort of word that you could just figure out just by reading it. Oh, no, no. Too. I, it wasn't that I was thrown by it. Uh-huh. I was thrown by the fact that I didn't know it yet. Like, it's ancient Rome. It's a big, dumb word. There's a lot of uh, letters next to each other that shouldn't, like, P-H and then A-E-U-M. Like, this is the exact kind of shit I should know. And I'm fucking 42 years old and I just found out about it. Like, this is this is shocking to me. This must be, this must be like regular people are like when they, they run into uh, my segments on the show when I show my brilliance. Um, well, before we start, talk, is that the last of your shiny rocks? Um, I mean, I can do more Emily Dickinson poems. Oh, no. no, no. <laughs> uh, I have some shiny rocks. I would love uh, to hear them. And these are shiny rocks just to prepare us for the next episode. Okay. Okay. Uh, these are all uh, music theory terms. Okay. Uh, first one is uh, a triplet. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, three bars or something, it's or three, three whatever. Played really oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, the next one is a quaver. Uh, a quaver is an alternate term for an eighth note. Oh yeah, I'm thinking of quiver anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the third is uh, mixolydian. Oh, I mean, that's got to be when you shake that healthy butt. <laughs> oh, that's term mixolydian. Uh, no, I don't. I, I don't know what that. Is. Oh, you know what? No. If you say Mixolydian backwards, it goes back to the eighth dimension. Uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But uh, but only Mr. Mixoplidian. Good point. So yeah. what is the one you know? Uh, <laughs> Mixoplidian. Okay. So in music, uh, there are keys, you know, like the key of E, the key of C, the key of- The black keys. You know, B sharp minor, yeah. whatever. Um, there's no B sharp minor. That's actually C minor. Sorry. You should be. I was going to correct um, you on that. <laughs> uh, but in addition to the keys, there are also modes, which is where you take a key and you just shift it by a note, by a whole note. Yes, I know that. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. So mixolydian mode is uh, the fifth shift. So uh, C mixolydian starts on G, and it's all white keys. Okay, you play it I like kind of get C, that. But yeah. you start it in a different place, and it it's a it's a trick that gives, uh, at least to 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 our ear, the way that our ears are trained, it gives music like a different tone and a different sound kind of like you know if somebody uses a minor scale it'll sound sad if someone uses the blues scale it'll sound like the blues yeah um every one of the modes has sort of like a different mood that it gives music and yeah you so you hear them and people use them on you all the time but you might not be aware of them but yeah i i did not know that word but i was aware of the mood thing because uh fun fact about that is that that only applies to western music eastern uh is opposite well, or at least Japanese music. So like, um, yeah. like what we'd have like that minor kind of what we think of foreboding and doom. Mm-hmm. That's actually upbeat to them. And our kind of fluty high stuff is 
that's the you're about to get stabbed music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That sort of that sort of feeling that you get from different um, musical scales and musical systems is very, very cultural. Yeah, just sort of like col- colors. You know, people always talk about how like. I guess yeah, it's always it's always Japan, you know. In Japan, uh, white is the color of death and not black, or something like that. Yeah. So, Idiots. So, oh. so yeah. I mean, like all mu- all of the music theory that I am familiar with is is comes from you know the Western Europe. Yeah. Um, I do have a, another music thing, and this goes directly to the episode. But I, I was going to say it, but I, I don't want to forget. A uh, very depressing music thing. I, I watched an interview with a guy that's uh, uh, in AI research. You know, he's like programming shit mm-hmm. and he said that with ai and really just brute force computers and i think he actually built the program to do it is that he can brute force music that you can put together yeah. every single note to create every melody that has ever and will ever exist and i thought that was the grossest thing i've ever heard in my life <laughs> and i was like that is you i was like offended as a human like as as someone that has created art i was like fuck you dude like absolutely fuck you yeah i mean you know there are a lot of tricks that work there are a lot of tricks that just get used over and over and over again i I know but it's just gross to hear it put that way yeah yeah oh because they were talking about um they can do it with like the you know uh, infinite monkeys on infinite typewriter thing. That yeah, they can do that. It's pretty easy to do that. In oh yeah, a computer. yeah, you can definitely do that with music. And they have they have it. And the, but he's just talking about how music you can do it. And it's like oh, that just that just well, makes me so sad. Well, I mean, if you think about it, like especially if you're doing something like a piano that has finite notes, you know, um, you have uh, you have a limited range of human hearing. Which means you have a limited number of notes. Oh no, I get it. It just sucks. It's I just, a lot I just, of combinations. Yeah, I just—it's a huge decision tree full of combinations. I know. It just makes me sad that like someone could talk about it like that. Yeah. That, like that's like they thought this was a good idea. It's like, hey, you know what I should do is distill what makes us human, what gives, what I makes know. us insold creatures. It sucks. Uh, and then you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make my robot fuck it. <laughs> like, it's just ugh, terrible. Right in the two case. Yeah. So, okay. but moving on, let's let's talk about a, right. a delightful episode. That's why oh. I'm glad I got our depressing Season stuff out three, of it. Season three, episode ten. What was missing? This uh, is my favorite episode of the season so far. Like I, yeah, I'm there with you. I, yeah, yeah. I, I loved it so much. Um, it's touching. It builds relationships. It's got music, which I always I always enjoy the Adventure Time music. Uh, it has a crazy character, the Door Lord. It yeah. has, um, it has, uh, it has some cool nerd shit in it. Uh, almost all of it coming yeah. out of Peeves' mouth, and lots of lore. It, lots of lore, uh, and and it just it's and it's got Marceline. It's got all the main. It's got all the good guy main characters. It's got yeah. it's got Marceline. It's got uh, Princess Bubblegum. It's got Finn, and it's got Jake and and Bimo, and Bimo yeah. who is moving into main character territory. Exactly. Uh, I don't think that he's there yet, but he's getting there. I, I so I also uh, I too love this episode. Uh, I, I, everything you just said is true. Uh, but my main kind of fun of it is I feel like this is starting to get the mix that later Adventure Time has of storytelling, but keeping the fucking weirdness of like season one. So mm-hmm. like this is a weird door monster that wears a hard hat with a door on it. And then just opens doors in space, and he just steals shit. But he steals shit to teach you a lesson about friendship. Like I it know, is, I know. it is such a bad shit. Like it's stupid, it's is what so it is. Weird. But it's it ends up being terrific. And I think this is like this is the formula that carries us into you know five through whatever when the show gets like really you know the kind of oh yeah the the, the lore heavy episodes that we that we both care for. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is a lore heavy episode um, because this episode is is the birth of bubbling oh well, i thought you were gonna say this is the birth of uh, bemo having his controller stolen <laughs> i mean that happened too it made me sad don't steal bemo stuff dude don't yeah, fuck with my child don't don't steal bemo stuff i would agree with that remember when bemo was missing i was heartbroken that was hard but bemo's here i i just want you to know i know that you keep bemo in a corner where you can't see him anymore but Bimo's here. I mean, Bimo's always been there. It's just I didn't have a giant ass monitor. In, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Back when I had a monitor that was about a fourth the size of this one, I did, I, my, my entire desk. I also can't see the the holy mountain uh, yeah. wood cutting. Um, 
So yeah, uh, uh, the the plot is basically just you jump into it. A weird door guy steals Bimo's controller, and Finn just dives through doors it's of the not universe. Just, it's not just uh, Bimo's controller. He steals. Um, he steals uh, Finn's lump of Princess Bubblegum's hair. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Like that's sort of the weirdest thing. Like you see, you know, the episode starts with him going under the sofa where he keeps this big wad of bubblegum. Yes, and. Gross. Gross. On a lot of levels. On a lot of um, levels. Okay, so PB gave him that in one episode, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like. Oh yeah, it was the, the hair witch one. Yeah, the hair witch episode. But now that we've established that she is a mass-based ager, so she gave him. She gave him like a couple days. Yeah, of, like of theory, her... well, probably months, given the size of that chunk, it's given good, to her body size. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know how much I like that. I, because I think that's her fucking around with him some more. That's that's her messing with my boy Finn. Absolutely, her fucking around. Yeah, with I don't him like some it. More. But, but no wonder also, Marcy dumped her the, ass. Huh? No wonder Marcy dumped her ass. Yeah. Well, they've they've got some friction. We're we're gonna. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's friction. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's some stuff in this that I I just loved. Uh, this, uh, they they go. You know that we learned that the that the bad guy the villain is named the door lord and he he you know his his doors which i think is a, a reference to a D spell called dimension door which uh allows you to teleport using a thing that looks like a door i thought it was about carlos castaneda man maybe it's that the too doors of perception have opened your mind why well the doors of perception that would be aldous huxley oh yeah, yeah i know i couldn't think of aldous huxley's <laughs> name so i was trying to think of like what other people that like the mescaline of the 60s were into so what carlos castaneda <laughs> um but uh I love that they go chasing him through and they end up in a place where there's the door of the door lords. Yes. It's a good name. Yeah. And it's the, the, the band door where they have to uh, come together as a band. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And they. Oh, you want me to open my. I gave up on the last little bit of my uh, ranch water. Also. Oh, because it's fucking gross. Um, it just doesn't. It doesn't. Sound yeah. So they try to. Um, so they're like, hey, let's join a band together. And Marcy starts singing about. Uh, well, first. Princess Bubblegum rips Bimo's face off oh, and then yeah. uses him as some kind of. Uh, I mean, consent, lady. How about you give up a little bit of an ask? Uh, I mean, that's not your handheld gaming system slash sentient being. But, uh, oh, my face. But then Marcy starts singing about, like, how her, like, we don't know this yet, but she sings a song about, like, uh, like why did you, why are we not friends anymore? Like, yeah. where did you go? Like, it's. It's like, oh shit, this is a thing, and then she realizes that PB is looking at her. She's like, no, nah, fuck this, we can't do this anymore. It's like, yeah, uh, it was, uh, it was like, it was heartrending. Like she just opened her soul up, and it was because we never really had seen a lot of interaction between uh, Princess Bubblegum and Marceline up until this point. Yeah, I mean, unless you're on 4chan, then there's a lot of it. Well, that is something that I didn't know about before reading the some of the trivia for this episode was that. Uh, the relationship starting to be revealed on the show caused a lot of controversy. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's a- there was a there was a YouTube channel that was being put out by uh, Frederator at the time that was called uh, Mathematical with an exclamation point. You know, I've actually seen some of that. It's still up. Yeah. And they did uh, they did uh, episode recaps, and the recap that they did for this episode included a lot of really racy fan art bubbling fan art yeah and uh and the guy who did that the guy who made that episode uh uh dan uh rickmers he got he got the can oh really yeah yeah that's yeah yeah because i mean eventually um you know bubbling became canon yeah well so all that you know we didn't mention in the last episode so let's circle back for one second um I think that's a direct reference of Ice King writing fan fiction uh-huh. is Pendleton Ward and the writing staff responding to creepos on the internet being <laughs> fucking creepos yeah, about, yeah. about these animated characters. Um, yeah. So I remember, I, so at this point I'm watching Adventure Time. The uh-huh. first two seasons I don't think I'd seen at all. Like, uh-huh. I think this is about where I was watching it or maybe early seasons four. But the point is they had not established the actual Princess Bubblegum and Marceline having been a thing. There's these hints and whatever. But I remember the internet at that time and the uh-huh. the just grossness, the utter like uh, like so I don't ugh. I don't know if I was watching Adventure I, I started watching Adventure Time either in late 2011 or 2012 uh 
maybe 2013 because I learned about, have I told this story already? I I mean, I would need to know what the story is. So <laughs> but I t- told the story about how I learned about Adventure Time from a stripper. From a stripper, yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but that, uh, you know, it would have been in Portland. Uh, I bet you that was probably 2012 or even 2013 when I first learned about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just remember when I was watching it, when I first started watching it, the internet was ablaze about the uh, bubbling um, fan art. And yeah, written pretty horrible fan fictions, which, by the way, I've read a couple. Uh-huh. And, um, I would say they're worse than the Harry Potter uh, fan fictions. I have never read any of those. Yeah. They're, they're, there's there's actually some that are good. And it's like, oh, this is a talented young writer. And then a lot of them is like, is, is Harry <laughs> fucking serious? Or like <laughs> Harry and Draco getting together. Uh, there was one that I read that I forget the name of, but um, Harry got a cursed boner oh. that all of his friends had to basically blow him and have sex with him so he didn't die. Um, uh, and then how the, much of this did you read oh the whole thing it was great <laughs> i mean he he was he was he was putting it to luna lovegood well thank you for making my story about learning adventure t- learning about adventure time from a stripper seem seem tame yeah i mean i i'm a terrible human so <laughs> if you ever need to like feel better about something you say just say hey alex think of something that's happened to your life and i'll just like um oh by the way uh, okay hold on i have a couple things that you want to be the jerk in the band Oh, I do want to be the jerk in the band. Perfect. Are you going to come back? Because I'm only come back for the music. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm just faking. Yeah. yeah. I, love, I love Jake in this episode. He's so stupid. Well, I mean, one of the points, one of the things that, uh, you know, when, when Princess Bubblegum tries to lead the band, she's the one who says, all right, Marceline, give me some triplet quavers in the Mixolydian mode. And Marceline's like, you got it. And then she sits down, she's like, wait, what's a quaver? Yeah. Uh, it Well, it's possible that Marceline does know about triplets and Mixolydian mode. Uh, quavers are kind of an obscure term. They're mostly used in British English, not American English. We we would say eighth notes. And you wouldn't really do triplet eighth notes, probably. Would you get turned into stone by the Terrigen Mist and then have to leave the show? Or is that a different triplet? <sighs> I like making Eric hurt people at home. Like literally, I just sacrifice myself to like make him feel pain. Uh, People that have been listening to the to 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 any of my shows for a while know that this is a Agents of Shield reference, of course. And And like a deep cut. Like when Triplet got killed by the Terrigen Mist, it was it was it was that was a tough episode. Yeah. Oh, so here's the other thing that uh, I feel like we've been on the show uh, talking about Adventure Time long enough that I can start dunking on Jeremy Shada. Okay. He has an incredibly weak singing voice. It's, he does. It's, he, I don't <sighs> understand how he can be a decent voice actor because he can't sing for shit. Like, I can't sing all that well, but this dude sucks. Like, he's, he does. It's, and it, it, they keep having him sing it. I don't get why, like, you know, there's a whole bit where he, like, swallows a computer so it can be auto tuned. I mean, let's just have that be permanent because this shit blows. I mean, honestly, if the only people who ever sang on this show were um, Marceline and Jake, I would be super happy. Uh, let me think about that. I love Marceline. No, no, I Marceline and Jake. I'm I, there's a hundred percent on board. I'm just trying to think if there's any other people that there's some like one offs who who sing some songs that are really really nice, but uh, everything Marceline sings is incredible. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, no doubt about that. I was just trying to think if there's any other. Yeah, other than one-offs, like the leader of the surviving humans singing, singing mm-hmm. the Mr. Belvedere theme. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty all right. There's, I think, um, Susan Strong has a really good song uh, in the Islands sequence. Near I don't the remember end. that, but I'm sure you're right, because I love Susan Strong. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the, the episode gets wrapped up, the denouement. <laughs> Is that, oh, uh, I'm not done talking about this thing. There's a couple other things that are kind of Oh, I, cool. I wasn't done either. I was just so going what happens at the end of the episode. Oh, well, I, so, so like, okay, what happens? At the no, no, go. No, no, okay. you go. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, I was really tickled to see that Jake's viola says toots on the back and that Shelby was hidden in it, which we only destroyed when, when we only learned when it was destroyed, which is kind of a bummer. Um, but then also- Wait, wait. I don't think I followed- what is Toots and Shelby? Or are these two separate okay, things? Okay, so uh, I, I know Shelby. In, a, is in, a, in an earlier episode, yeah. uh, Jake, we see the back of Jake's uh, viola, and it says Toots on it. Yeah, it just—I don't know. I don't know if they ever explain it, but we see it again in this episode. We see the back of his viola, and it still says Toots. Oh, and then when the when his violin gets busted, yeah, Shelby the worm 
we see just a little hint of Shelby the Worm. Oh, okay, gotcha. Who yeah. crawls back into the remains uh, yes, of the yes. viola. And I was <laughs> trying to put those two facts together. Like, I, I don't understand. I don't understand the. <laughs> I'm sorry. I might have said that very. Quickly. No, no. You said but it fine. I'm... I was just searching for like a. I was. This was like a some Kliptoff. Like I. This is like I was trying <laughs> to go to. Yeah. What's it? How do you pronounce uh, it? Well, I can't pronounce it right. But Klipot. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I'm like following some weird thing. It's, you know, like, wait, Malkuth, I was supposed to make a left it. Um, yeah, no, no, that was, you're, you were great. You did well. I just, uh, my brain didn't work. And the, the real treasure, Eric, is friendship. I know. And the, the real treasure really is friendship. <laughs> I was thinking about it, you know, the, the, uh, when they were singing, when uh, Finn was singing the best friend song, it was making, it made me think about us. I was like, man, you know, I super, super appreciate um, how mu- uh, making a podcast with you and how it makes us hang out all the time. I know yeah. that it's torture for you, but I enjoy it. it I wouldn't say torture. It's, I mean, it's mildly annoying most of the time. You know, <laughs> occasional, occasionally it'll go as high as, oh my God, please kill me. But it's no, fun. Um, it's a great way to... Fe- Facebook reminded me uh-huh. uh, that uh, like of five years ago, you coming on the Alex cast. Oh God, It wasn't yeah. your first appearance. It was, uh, I think it was Rosh Kusharama. Rosh- oh yeah, yeah. I don't that remember. was like maybe my second or third. Yeah, I know it wasn't your first one. Uh, um, but yeah, it, it reminded me of that. I'm like, man, I've been friends with Eric for a while. Like, look yeah. at this. And we're was like it on a show really again. only five? That was five. I, I'm pretty sure. I feel like it's like, six years now. Yeah, I think that may, I think it's a full year before that. But it's just fun that like, podcasts it's because of the podcast that we we met each other at all but uh just doing it together yeah i think has really helped our friendship and i i i just uh, so i just want to say i really enjoy making the podcast with you i don't i don't care if we don't have any listeners you know uh (laughs) we've got plenty of listeners don't tell them that uh oh i'm sorry we've got three hundred and fifty thousand listeners yes if you use certain maths uh, that is exactly true. No, no, it is. It has been. It's been. A, it's been fun. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're like friendlier. We like know each other better. Uh, mm. But uh, do we know each other well enough to uh, trade rock T-shirts? Dude, I suppose we'd probably have to check for Chan. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, I don't think I've ever seen you in a T-shirt. I don't really wear. It. I, I wear T-shirts. Uh, oh, we as pajamas, know. just like Princess Bubblegum. Wait, we know I have. You've got you don't you you have a you have like a tie dye T-shirt. Oh no, it's a polo shirt. Oh, is it a polo? Shit, yeah. no, no, I have it then. Uh, no, no, I, I wear I, I wear T-shirts as pajamas. Oh, okay, just like Princess Bubblegum. Yes, uh, which is really cute because that's what you do with your ex's stuff. Oh yeah, and I mean it's totally and it's a band shirt. You know what broke my heart one time? Uh, this was I moved out of New Jersey in. 2004 okay and i broke up with my long-term lady in 2002 so in 2011 she sends me a picture of the shirt i gave her in like kind of high school college that she used to sleep in and she's like oh you know it's fucking crazy i still have this uh and and i was just like oh my my heart. Oh, oh, my heart. Well, I mean, I get why you thought that was sweet, but you just you just stomped on my soul in a. Oh, yeah, that was nice. <laughs> oh man, that reminds me of a song. Also, I was so much thinner back then. That was the real tragedy. <laughs> oh, you know, we were all thinner back then. Uh, that reminds me of a song off of uh, Ben Folds Five uh, second studio album. I think. Whatever and ever, Amen. Sure. Uh, where he sings about a breakup. And he he sings about like, you know, give me my money back and give me back my black T-shirt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. My other notes. Jeremy Shea does a very weak. Oh, so oh, uh, when we learn that uh, treasure is the real friendship uh-huh. and then they cut to the door lord and he's got he the shit kicked out of him and, and have him tied, tied up. up. <laughs> that's a that's a really funny quick. Cut. Oh, man. Yeah. It, because it totally makes sense. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, so, uh, you know, who played the door lord? Uh, let me think. I mean, he um, doesn't make a whole lot of noise. All of his noises are just like mouthful mumbling. So, Vespulio Exunt. Wait, no, that's not a real person. I know who is it. <laughs> okay, you're gonna make fun of me because I still can't say this guy's name. Steve Ag, Steve Aji, Steve Ag, Steve Ag. Yeah, Steve Ag plays the door lord. No, keep on. I, I, I know that from podcasts, and I haven't heard him on one in a number of years. So, like. Let's say I'm ninety percent confident it's AG. Dude, you're more confident about yeah, it than yeah. I am. Uh, you know, I he's he's shown up on what like half a dozen episodes. Yeah, well, because and... we t- we talked about the pronunciation. And I thought about that like after we had the episode. I'm like, uh-huh. man, 
Did I, I do was that a right? lot more confident. Like I know it's something. I know I'm very close to it, but it's like in my head, I'm like, oh. I was. I sounded a lot more confident than, than like the uh, the data <laughs> would would indicate. Um. So anyhow, I. Uh, another thing that's really funny when uh, when Princess Bubblegum is is talking about um, uh, her plan for the music, uh, she scratches a mathematical equation in the dirt, and it's Euler's identity equation. Ah. Which is e to the power of pi times i plus one equals zero. Wait, wait. Let me just do that in my head real quick. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It does make sense. It's yeah, a it's yeah. a well known it's a yeah, well known yeah. equation. Um, Fun the, fact about uh, uh, Euler: uh, his name spelled real dumb, and that's not how you'd guess it's pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> no person would ever look at that name and go, "Yeah, Euler." Yeah, it's totally. Yeah, it's German. It's Euler. <laughs> uh, but uh, it always reminds me of the first time that I saw or. Oh God! This is gonna. I'm gonna have another nerdy moment here. Are you ready for this? Uh, yeah, please. Okay. Uh, the first time I learned about uh, Euler's identity equation was in college, and somebody was making a joke about. Somebody's making a joke about like a a math club at a at another school, um, where uh, where it was uh, uh, depressed mathematicians, and they had T-shirts with Euler's equation on it, and on the back one it said, "We're the negative ones." Because e to the pi i is yeah yeah I got one. it yeah, yeah, yeah the negative one at the end yeah yeah I like it I wish I knew more about math uh, me too Bimo at one point says yippee kaye yee and it was adorable it was super adorable yeah. I thought about that I but I yeah I left that for you so um at some point Marceline has a shirt from a band and gives it to PB PB yeah. sleeps in it mm-hmm. you know that thing where like you have a shirt from your partner and it still smells like them fucking PB's got a cheat code. Like, you could just go to, you know, a fucking uh, a ancient 7-Eleven, just smell some bubble gum. Like, it's, it's okay, just, I mean, he doesn't have a cheat show, but Marceline has a yeah, cheat but, code. Yeah, but think about how weird that shirt must smell, because Marceline is a is a thousand-year-old corpse. She's a vampire. Mm, don't think she's a corpse, though. The vampires are walking corpses. But she was turned while alive. True, and she does turn again, and she's half demon. She must smell really weird. Yeah, no, smells very weird. Nothing correct. I just don't think corpsey. Well, that's cool because I, yeah, that, yeah. Like you know, um, have you ever done like a whole shitload of ketamine and like snorted some X, and you go in the back of the golf club, and it's like you and three other people on a bunch of like leather and, and straps and 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 chains. And, like, you're kind of in the middle, like, you're not having sex, but, like, you're all kind of, like, intertwined as, like, one, like, throbbing human being and, like, kind of the the almost, like, ozone-like smell, the petrichor of humans interacting on that oh level. Oh, my God, that's I feel not like, petrichor. I feel like, uh, oh. I know, I, wanted, I thought petrichor would be a gross, I did it so well. Um, I think it probably smells like that. I think it's petrichor, because I'm going to tell you, it started to rain. Whoa. Yeah. I I'm just so uh, I I had, I had forgotten about um, how how heavy the hinting is in this episode. Yeah, it like, is. Yeah, like if the song wasn't enough, you know, the song was good, but but a song can be a song can be like super exaggerated, right? Like a song doesn't necessarily have to tell the truth entirely. But then the band shirt, and I was like, oh shit, they were fucking. Yeah, they were fucking. I mean, at least they were like uh, together as a, as a romantic couple. Because I'm not going to talk about this again, but I'm not sure the Princess Bubblegum would have genitalia. Yeah, let's not talk about this again. Because I mean, she's made of gum. Like, why would why would that even be a thing? She's got like all the other parts. Yeah, but the other parts serve a function besides. I mean, I can't imagine she can reproduce. Where do you think packs of bubblegum come from? Oh, is that like her menses? No, I would probably think it was like her eggs. Oh. Because I was thinking that'd be a really great way that Big Red got uh, invented. Oh, fuck. Alex. <laughs> uh, the problem is you revealed yourself to be weak tonight. And now Jesus, I, I, I need I, a therapist. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that is, uh, I'm, I'm well done with notes on that episode. Is there, is there anything else you had? Um, no, no, no. No, no, I'm, I just need to like curl up in a corner and, um, and think about happy things. I'm not going to tell you what they are because I don't want you to ruin them. 
because I could not stop for death. Um, yeah. Uh, have you have you uh, been watching, reading, doing anything interesting that we can say quickly? Yeah, yeah. I did something uh, really interesting recently. I just released a uh, a sigil generator uh, based uh, on my web on the Arnimancy website that you can. I'll, I'll put it. In, I'll make sure that there's a link to it in the show notes. But it uh, uses a method of. Uh, renaissance weird math shit that i decoded out of a uh, 16th century grimoire and turned into a a wordpress plugin nice i think maybe you talked about that last episode i I just finished it so i I might have started working on it but oh okay got it no no no, now it's available and yeah 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 because i'm like i'm pretty sure i made the joke of that you should put it on my website because i would make absolutely no sense yeah (laughs) uh yeah, I already talked How about, about you. Com- I already did talk about comic books earlier. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And, oh, oh no, I've been reading um, uh, Andrea Gibson, is a, a non-binary poet that uh, was recommended to me. Very much enjoying it. Uh-huh. Uh, I really don't have much to say other than, you know, they write good poems, and uh, I've read like very few of them, but like the ones I've read, are good. I'm into it. All right, this has been another amazing episode of Wizbiz with Alex and Eric. You can find us on every single podcasting platform just go search WizBiz, uh and you'll you'll find us we'll be there um and if you enjoyed this episode please 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 tell a friend about it just go tell a friend hey here are a couple of idiots they talk about uh, a cartoon and sometimes it's really funny and sometimes they make math jokes and sometimes they have interesting vocabulary words and just ask them to listen to one episode and if you do that you're 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 our favorite listener it, it's as easy as that i hope uh, you're listening on that uh, on that note if you're listening on spotify there's a very easy way to vote five stars that'd be great and if you're listening on the uh, apple ipad tunes app i don't know what it's called anymore podcast app mm, that's a good question it used to be called itunes and it's not anymore. they keep changing i'm not whatever sure. whatever it's called uh, uh leave us a nice review there if you're listening like if that's easy for you like don't go out of your way but like if you're currently these words are coming out of the thing in your hand and that thing is being played on spotify just hit the fucking five stars it's not that hard uh also if you post any bubbling fan art on blue sky we will re Reskeet it. We will reskeet it. Gross. Just tag it bubbling and we will be there because we're a big fan of bubbling and uh, I think both of us are super happy that. And it, if you throw any uh, Harry Potter slash fake up, up there, we will uh, re to skeeter it. Yeah. That did, trust me, that was a funny joke. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll catch up with you guys next time. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye to your dog. <laughs>